What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Ham and Spam Retro Review, the show where two lifelong friends replay the games from our childhood, see if they stand the test of time. Check us out online at hamandspam.com, where you can find links for our social media, including Twitter, where it's at hamandspam1, Instagram at hamandspamgames, and search us on Facebook, Ham and Spam Retro Review. And coming soon to YouTube. Eventually. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy the show. All right, here we are, episode 12, Clint. Yes, and I am super, super, super Sonic excited. You're literally shaking. I, dude, I, I have been looking forward to this moment just to review a Sonic game. It doesn't. It, I didn't care. It could have been Sonic 06 at this point, <laughs> and I would have been so happy. Well, maybe not Sonic 06, but... Well, well, this is the Sonic game that most consider the Sonic game, right? It really is. It's... Uh, arguably the most popular now in my opinion not the best okay i'll save that for another review all right but this is arguably the most popular game and it is sonic 2 sonic the hedgehog 2 the one that introduced one miles tails prower i had that sheet with all that stuff you had written down about the game and i seem to have lost it but i'm sure you have it memorized uh just about as much as you love this game well and, and it's funny that you mentioned the sheet too so we'll, we'll go ahead and we'll address this as well um you and i listened to last week's episode which right. was halo exactly and i thought it was okay but i i thought we could have done a better job and i think you kind of concurred on that yeah we, we we sound a little scattered yeah everything together you know we kind of pride ourselves on obviously reviewing the game you know, in, in a real-time current playthrough. and kinda, Not so much our physical appearance or, <laughs> or our general well-being. Well, that's very true. Um, we pride ourselves on doing a thorough, a fairly thorough playthrough and then giving a review based on that. That's kind of how our format's been. Mm-hmm. But in doing so, you know, we found that people kind of seem to like us talking about, you know, our memories of it, what we kind of think about it, those kind of things. Well, in in doing that, we don't really choreograph anything that we do. We we talk about this and go, oh yeah, hey, what about this part? Well, yeah. hey man, what about this part? So nothing went in order. So we were, you know, honestly, I think I think we did a good job. But I don't think we did the game justice. Well, just like Halo, we only shoot from the hip. <laughs> I think it's the second time you've made that reference, probably. <laughs> but yeah, we we I, I I'm with you. I, I don't feel like we did it justice because I I mean. I'm a huge Halo fan. Yeah, the first, the the Bungie Halo games. Yeah, so I, you know, well, I and and I I tend to agree because I, I listen to it and and you know, the uh, the way we kind of have it structured, you know, going through the actual game review of it, I think we probably could have done a better job. But it's not necessarily lack of preparation, H, as much as it was, <laughs> as as much as it was, we just didn't have it. We didn't have a 
a map, I guess, yeah, an to kind of how we wanted to go. There you go, an outline. That's a better word. That's why we. That's why we're great at this. <laughs> I say stupid crap, and then I have a long pause because I don't know the word I'm trying to find. And it's something as simple as map. I mean, even Dora the Explorer can find a map. Come <laughs> on. So, but yeah, um, going forward, we're going to try to try to map out, kind of outline it, kind of you know, stick to a. a not so much a format. We have a format, but is an that the right word? Itinerary. Yeah, I believe I'm, so. I don't know. I just well, itinerary just tells you that you want to talk about this at certain times. Sometimes I, I say words I think are right, and they're not always right. Welcome, welcome to my world. <laughs> yeah. So it's like obviously, but but my my that issue word is, sounds expensive. I'm going to say it. <laughs> but my issue is I'll get stuck. Like I'll be in the middle of a thought, and I'll start thinking about the word I need to say next, and I'll just get stuck, and I'll just kind of look over at you, and you go map (laughs) (laughs) so um today but but this is based entirely on our own feedback because no one else is giving us feedback well you know mostly we have our friends that that say hey you guys we enjoyed the episode you know whatnot except for that one casey we're never gonna let you live that down i don't think i've spoken to casey since then i called and wished him happy birthday today happy birthday casey we're, we are recording oh, this. Oh, yeah, it is. Today is his birthday. We are recording this on Tuesday, uh, July the 9th. 9th. And today is our buddy Casey's birthday. So, happy birthday, even though you're not going to be able to listen to this until Sunday. No, he has access to all our stuff. Well, he does, but I don't know if he'd actually do it or not. Yeah, he's probably deleted it all after we yeah. didn't like his game. <laughs> I'm sorry, but, Casey. I love um, you, buddy. But yeah, going forward, uh, like you said, kind of have a a, a a map, if you will, to kind of how we want to go through the game. So right, we'll, we're going to do a better better job for you guys because because we're having fun and we want it to be fun and entertaining, but we also want to be coherent, you know, and well, structured. Yeah, because it because it makes it sound like we didn't just throw something up against the wall and it stuck. Because that's literally every podcast up until well. Even this one to an extent too. <laughs> well, but, you, you had a great guideline written out, and I've I've lost it. Well, it just goes. Oh, just, hey, I found it. Hey, there, there it is. Okay. Well, you ever heard of a little thing called the internet? I have not. What uh, is it? Well, uh, I don't know. Um, and it's funny because you know, and I don't want to dive right off into Sonic right yet, but like the very first thing I have on here is it came out in November nineteen ninety four, and you've already pointed out that that. That is factually incorrect. That's <laughs> fake news. <laughs> it was November of 1992. So along with being fat and breathing very heavily into a microphone, I also have fat fingers and tend to look at twos and press fours instead. 92 was a great year. It was a good year. Remember what happened in 92? Uh, well, you know, Alabama claimed its 29th national championship. Yeah. <laughs> is that the one you're talking it's about? It's 113th <laughs> national championship. It's a roll tide, Casey. Roll Huge tide. Bama fan, that Casey. <laughs> He will. He's going to never listen to the podcast anymore. He's, he knows where I live. He's so, going to find me. Uh, but at, uh, like we said earlier, we're recording this on uh, on Tuesday uh, after we just recorded, what, Friday the week before? I think so. so. Uh, Hammy, how's your week going? <laughs> well, you know, I've gotten sunburnt so far, so. Yeah, you are, you are glowing red, sir. But the heat index today was 106. I know. Gosh, I'm mighty. It's just oh, been Fahrenheit for, for all of our international listeners. For our five downloads in, in Ontario uh, if 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 you would give us, you know, maple some, syrup. No, no, we don't need maple syrup. We have Vermont for that. I would rather have Canadian maple no, you're syrup. Probably right. Um, 
for our Ontario listeners, if there's more than one, uh, hit us up on social media. We'll, we'll give you a shout out because you've made us, well, that's not international. That's con- intercontinental. There you go. Kind of like the title. Kind of like the title I've got on SmackDown too. <laughs> um, speaking of wrestling, hey, good segue. Good yeah. job, Hammy. Uh-huh. Um, that, that was not planned, by the way. I'll be here all week. Um, uh, I've been teasing you with this off air um, that I have a Cousin Jimmy story. Ah, oh, the nefarious the, Cousin Jimmy. The nefarious Cousin Jimmy. And I I think he likes being called the nefarious Cousin Jimmy. Uh, I talked to him the other day, uh, and, and he listened to the episode. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Thought it was great. Thought that uh, we didn't tell all the wrestling stories, which thankfully we didn't because there's going to be plenty of wrestling games on this <laughs> yeah. podcast. So uh, we don't want to give them all away right off the bat. But um, he was upset because we didn't tell one one story in particular, and we, we will save it. Uh, but then he was also upset that he didn't get a chance to come over and battle us for to to retain his tag team championship or to get it back now. Well, it, well, to get it back now. My so. gosh, my gosh, Jimmy, you're the world champion. What else was he like? The European champion, hardcore champion, a uh, hardcore champion. Yeah, he might have been the women's champion too. I don't know. I don't know how he pulled that off. Well, you know, whenever that game came out, uh, two thousand one, two thousand two, I don't think you could have been the women's champion. Well, but in twenty nineteen, you can though. I say this: he's got the sweetest entrance I've ever seen, <laughs> with his Fu Manchu and his non-circulating tires on his motorbike. <laughs> Not a motorcycle, but a motorbike. His homemade NWO shirt. He did a good job on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, considering there was no NWO at that time, the WCW was still around. So maybe we should. Uh, we are wrestling nerds, by the way. Maybe we should join forces with the nefarious cousin Jimmy, with no. the new NWO. No, because then, eh. yeah, I, I love him. I don't like him that much. <laughs> uh, hopefully, he'll never hear this one. <laughs> he will. But uh, yeah, he 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 enjoyed the episode. So there's a there's a new listener, but yet once again, it's someone that we know. So there, yeah, and blood related. <laughs> uh we don't need we don't need another one of us listening for sure but anywho um yeah the, the week's young work that's that's been about it uh heat my gosh this heat uh it's it's been terrible you know last week i took off work and uh did some stuff around the house and literally on monday i lost 10 pounds and just water weight <laughs> like seriously i did like i would when, where I'd go to the bathroom, it was like neon brown almost. And I didn't think brown could be neon. Like you, you might want to go to the doctor. No, I'm good now. I'm good now. But yeah, I had to chug a couple of bottles of water yeah, when I finally made it home. That's a good sign of uh, extreme dehydration. Extreme dehydration. Ding. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we've we've talked about uh, trying to put a little dinger here in the in the studio for whatever. Oh, our, easy there. Hey, easy dingers, dingers. Uh, for every time I repeat hammy, so I'm sure I repeat you too. We just don't notice it. Probably not. I Probably just, not. I've like I don't, I'm so self conscious about it now. It's not even funny. Like I had to like you could say one thing and I could like just kind of trail off trying to think of something else to say in that in that moment. So yeah. But anywho, well uh, let's dive into Sonic too. Uh, let's uh, hear one of the iconic sounds of Sonic two, and we'll get into the review. Awesome. Be right back. Sonic 
All right. Man, how iconic is that? I'm I'm still like, well, I'm fanboying right now, bad, had hard. A, had a great soundtrack. Yeah, uh, a, a lot of iconic, a lot of iconic oh, uh, yeah. level themes. And, uh, you know, even when you and I were playing through it earlier, um, you were talking about how you've kind of paid attention more to the background and stuff and thought that it, you know, maybe it doesn't necessarily hold up, hold up, but, you know, an, a, an HD remake would be great for it if they actually did one. Yeah. Not called Sonic 4. Or Sonic Mania. Or Sonic. <laughs> That's true. Um, but, but, yeah, this, you know, for what they what they did with the hardware they had at the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I thought I thought they did a really good and job. And I've been talking that. to Jeff all week. He's <laughs> been telling me some of his favorite uh, Sonic tracks. Sure. And mine, of course, is uh, Chemical Plant Zone. Well, it's it's got to be because that is my ringtone. Yeah, whenever uh, on you, your phone. So yeah, you call me, it's that. That's uh, why I don't answer half the time. I let it play out. Well, you know, I I called you this afternoon to make sure we were still on for for recording, and it rang and rang and rang, and finally went to voicemail. <laughs> Literally about two minutes later, you called me back, and I was like, yeah, "He's listening. <laughs> he's listening to it." So, um, but yeah, uh, Sonic. As I pointed out on my notes, I'm wrong because it says ninety four, but it came out ninety two. Um. Wow. The second best-selling game all time on Genesis. See, that surprised me. I figured it would have been number one. Uh, it's not number one because of that version one Genesis, the, mm-hmm. the big one that had the little slide rule and a headphone jack. <laughs> yeah. Um, whenever it came prepackaged, it came prepackaged with Sonic 1, so that made it the, the number one selling. So it's only second to Sonic 1, but it sold roughly 6 million copies. Is it possible to see those numbers without the prepackaged? Uh, they probably didn't keep up with it at that point. Because honestly, but that's, I don't really that's remember why I like, Sonic 1. You don't remember Sonic 1? No. I really don't. Sonic 2 is the one I remember the most. I, I fell in love. My uncle had a... With your uncle? Yeah. What? <laughs> you fell in love with your uncle? No. I fell in... I, that is what I said. Okay. I fell in love with Sonic uh, because my uncle had a... Sega Genesis, the ver- version one Sega Genesis. And he had, you know, the football games and all that kind of stuff, which, you know, for a long time, Sega was a sports game. It was. Yeah. I mean, everybody knew it for the sports stuff. So. Was it Sonic's first appearance as like a, like something hanging from a rearview mirror in a racing game? I don't know if that was the first one or not, but. And wasn't Sonic 1 on the Master System as well? It was, and they they brought it over to the Genesis whenever it came came over. But um, if you'll notice on a lot of your Sonic games, it says not for resale. Yeah, and that's an indication that it came with the system. Oh, so interesting. There you go. Um, I got Sonic Two uh, with the version two uh, Genesis, the little much sleeker looking. Right. Um, not not near as bulky. Yeah, as the other. And you know, they made a version three that was even smaller than this. I did not know that. Um, it wasn't. It was way toward the end in life of the Genesis, which okay. wasn't long after <laughs> Sonic Two. But um, th- this right here is is the is the game that kind of I don't want to say started the 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 war, but it absolutely gave Sega some ammunition for the war. I think it was the one that showed that this was going to be a real deal war, right? It's going to be competitive. So uh, one of the things that that a lot of people will notice, you know, going from Sonic 1 to Sonic 2, uh, obviously 
there's a couple. Obviously, there's there's miles, tails, prower. Yeah. And uh, if you take the tails out of it, it's miles per hour, which sounds a lot like miles per hour. So I didn't know that before I saw it on your sheet here. Oh, really? Yeah. Say like, this is what research does for you. I've learned two things. <laughs> um, a lot of people consider this Sonic One perfected. Uh, some of the issues they had with Sonic One was you. A lot of times you had to go, got to go backwards to go forward because you know there's oh, heels yeah. and and the loop de loops and whatnot, and they didn't put a spin dash in it. So you know a lot of the remakes and stuff you you, you can either play with the options and make it where you have a spin dash in Sonic One. So you just had to take off running and build up momentum. Yes. Oh wow. Um, and like there's a couple of le- there's a couple of spots in the first couple of levels of Sonic One where you can, um, roll. Yeah. Do the the, the speed roll through some of the um, the dirt. Hell, I don't know what it's called. <laughs> Um, anyway, there, there's some, some secret hidden real professional here. Yeah. Well, it's, it's roll the through back- the dirt. <laughs> well, it's the background. I guess. But anyway, you kind of tunnel through okay. and get to some secret areas, which I, I didn't know that until after way after I started playing Sonic two. Um, but that was like the only way to get any of that. The only way to kill enemies or anything was either jump on them or roll them to them. So there's no spin dash. Um, but one of the other, and I think this is my biggest complaint with Sonic one was you've got this blue hedgehog that you've built as being the fastest thing in video games. And he plays so fast. That's the Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah. We'll get there. Okay. (laughs) Um, but you know, for, for, you know, Sonic's fast, 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 but every time you turn around, you're having to stop. Yeah. So, you know, it, it became more of a platformer with a fast character. Well, in Sonic 2, they kind of, and that's why I say it, it perfected that, was it was more, it was more about speed. Uh, you could, you could run through a level in seconds, literally. Um, and, and this is the first time that it really seemed like you could almost pick your path. You could take a high path and go super fast. You could take a low path and kind of do platforming, or you can do a little bit of both by staying in the middle. Okay. So that's kind of the what's kind of become the mo of a Sonic game. Always ended up on the bottom somehow. Yeah, because I mean, if you don't jump just right, you know, a lot of times, but you know, especially the first couple of levels, you could really get up some speed. So, um, they introduced a new special stage in this game. Yeah, because the first one had the the blue bubbles. No, no, that was the third one. The first, really. Oh my goodness! You, I, I don't remember Sonic One. Okay, Sonic One, um, you had to have fifty rings at the end of a level, and when you hit the the uh, the spinner that indicated you had beat the level, there's a big gigantic ring at the end of the level, and you had to jump through it. And what that would do, that would teleport you into the special stage. Well, the special stage was a lot like Sonic 4's special stage, Sonic Four Episode One's special stage. Yeah, well, you've lost me. Well. Anyway, you've got this. <laughs> I'll take uh, your word for it. <laughs> you've got this big um, level that continually spins. So it's, you know, if you get motion sickness, you might not want to play it. Right. But anyway, it continually spins. You have to make your way to the kind of the center of the level, and there's a chaos emerald there. And that's just kind of it. You just, okay, I do remember it now. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, in that one, um, there were there were six chaos emeralds. Yeah. Um, if you got all six, you, you didn't get anything. I mean, the only thing, the only thing that it changed in Sonic one was when you beat the game in Sonic one, uh, you know, you go through the whole credits and everything. And at the end of the game, 
if you didn't have all the emeralds, you'd have Robotnik because that's his real name, not Eggman. That's that's a gripe I have. I, e- Evo Robotnik. Yeah. Ivo. Ivo. Yeah. Ivo Robotnik. Anyway, um, does not look anything like Jim Carrey. <laughs> that's another complaint. Anyway, um. If you didn't get all the emeralds, say you got five instead of the six, he would sit there and, and juggle the emerald back and forth or how many emeralds you did not get and say, try again. Well, then if you got all six of them at the end, uh, it would say the end and he'd be jumping on the end. It's kind of cartoonish. Okay. But when you got all six emeralds, it didn't do anything. It just said you got all the emeralds. That's basically it. You know, big whoop. You got yeah. all the emeralds. Congratulations. Um. But if you really think about it, uh, Sonic 1 had three stages, and they weren't real long stages, but it was, a again, it was a lot of platforming, not very fast. Uh, in Sonic 2, they went to two stages. And the and the way you got into the special stages there was the little uh, goalpost that was kind of a, uh, a marker for if you died, you would go back to the goalpost. Yeah, that um, was a checkpoint. Right. So if you had 50 rings when you crossed a goalpost you would see the little stars around the top well the stars would start out small and they grow big and they they come back small and disappear so you you had a specific time that you had to jump into it yeah but when you jumped into it it took you to the special stage well this special stage was more like um like a pipe track like yeah. a pipeline it was just ever it, it never ended it, it was went 3D. on forever and it was a little more 3D. Uh, you know, you, you're always running and you can jump, but you go left and right, and the the um, the track itself will kind of wind left, wind right, up, down, whatever. Uh, but then it gave you goals to, you know, get rings. And if you hit your goals, you you had three goals. If you hit your first two, obviously you go to the third one. And if you get the third goal, then you get a chaos emerald. Um, if you didn't hit your goals, you just warp back out. Well, um, the neat thing about that was in Sonic one, you had one opportunity to get the big ring at the end. So in act one of level one, you had a chance and act two, you had a chance. Well, act three was a boss. So you didn't have a chance. Okay. So that's what the, where the acts came from. It was giving you two chances to get that. Right. So, and then when you went to the second level again in Sonic one, you had act one to get a ring, act two to get a ring. And that was it. And then when you went to the third level, you had Act 1 and Act 2 to get a ring. Okay. So you couldn't get all six Chaos Emeralds before the end of the third act. You had to get through at least the third act and have a flawless special stage to get all six Emeralds. If you didn't, obviously you could keep going until the end of the game and, and it still had a chance to get the Chaos Emeralds. Well, what they did in this one is they made the goalposts very plentiful. So literally in the first level of the first zone, you could get all seven cows. <laughs> uh, and, and it's quite a feat and it's pretty neat that if you uh, can do that, because you know, you're playing through the very first level is as supersonic, which is a, which is a new character. Well, not a new character. It's a new transformation of Sonic. Instead of the six emeralds, they added a seven. So if you get all seven and the next time you collect 50 rings, you jump up twice, you become supersonic, which is, Basically, Invincible Sonic that's yellow. And you, you're telling me it's based off Dragon Ball Z? It is It is 100% based off of Super Saiyan Goku and Dragon Ball Z. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, Dragon Ball was a very big uh, influence to a lot of games, uh, especially those that 
had you know your superpowers and whatnot transformation yeah. superpowers especially ones i guess that came from japan because it was oh yeah it was big over there way before it's big over here oh yeah and, you know and you and i have talked about trying to find some old school dragon ball z games to to try to review and just like you know because we played some of the newer ones that's once once it's made its way over to america and it's gotten popular you know playstation 2 playstation yeah. 3 xbox 360 you know we've played a ton of them but I never, you know, there's one on Sega that I've never played. Yeah, there, there's a few on Super Nintendo that sure. uh, I, I think they're in Japanese. But from what I've heard, they're really good. But I do have some bad news for you. They're RPGs. Damn it! I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I knew when I looked at you, and you said bad news that that's what you were going to say. Um, what else we got? Well, an, a, a good thing um, uh, about this game was. And it's not necessarily called this, but it had the perfect little brother mode. Oh yeah. So growing up, you know, we all we all had Nintendos, we all had Super Nintendos, and it was it was turn based. You know, you had a turn, little brother has a turn, or sister, or or whatnot. Um, this game, you had both players on the screen at the same time. Well, you mm-hmm. had your main player, which was Sonic, but if you had a second controller plugged in, you could be Tails. Well, Tails, if you weren't on the screen, you just kind of weren't on the screen so as long as you stayed with with sonic you could play and if you ever got lost uh tails big power was he had two tails so he could fly which makes no sense because eventually witness tails get crossed up or something i don't know (laughs) i I never understood how that worked but the physics just aren't there (laughs) but uh as long as little brother could keep up with you he could play right alongside of you and if you ever lost lost him off screen then you know he would he would he would fly back on the screen where you were and you just keep playing. Oh, so he it, couldn't die. He could fall in a hole and die and go off screen and he just fly back down. Was it two or three that you could pick up Sonic with Tails? Um it was three was the first time you could do it, but since they've, you know, gone gone to iOS and and these kind of things, they've kind of backtracked that power a little bit to some of the other games. Really? Yeah. So um I always thought that there was a good mode and especially like in the special stages, it can help you because those rings can be all over the place. You could literally have a, you know, when you're going down that track, uh, you could have rings on the left side and the right side at the same time. Yeah. Well, if you have two players, it makes it extremely easy because you can just kind of split up and both, both characters could get the rings at the same time. But you're right. It is the perfect little brother mode because it's like, you know, little brother wants to have a turn or little sister. Sure. And it's like, here, you can play at the same time. You're yeah. helping. Yeah. You know? You're helping me. Hey, go get that ring. Wow. That was... And I'm going to leave you behind. <laughs> that's a cool That's a cool little detail. Well, and, and it's just, you know, the original Mario Brothers, you know, that, that's the one we always kind of go back to because it was our first game yeah. for, for me and my sister. You took turns between and we, Mario and, had, and Luigi. Exactly. You had to take turns. And it was, you know, Clint would get all the way to level eight before he died. <laughs> And then here comes Amanda trying to, you know, as Luigi trying to catch up and she might die in world one, one. And then I beat the game before she has another chance. So she, you know, I, I caught a lot of flack for that one. And then it was, uh, let your sister be first player. And of course it just, it did the same thing. A lot of Mario times, dies just, on one. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, or like donkey Kong country, just tag your little sister in. Right. Um, this was the first Sonic game to have multiplayer in it, too. I've played the multiplayer. The multiplayer is not good. I didn't like it. Um, so you take a screen that is 
you know, already only so big back in the day because, you know, we don't have 85 inch TVs in yeah. 1992. Um, so you take it and you split it in half, a top half and a bottom half. So already it's distorted and you're trying to basically load the game twice over because it's the same enemies, the same rings, the same power ups and everything. It's just whoever can beat the level the fastest. There's a lot of times where if you go through it and you are, you know, hitting boxes at the same time and everything, it will slow the game down. It will lag very badly. But there was only uh, four, five, five including the special stage uh, levels that you could play. It was uh, the first level. Um, yeah, because I doubt you could do Sky Chase. No, you couldn't do Sky Chase. You could do uh, the first level, which is which is Emerald Hill. You could do the second level, which is chemical plant you could do mystic cave it might only been four and then you could do the special stage but the special stage was just it was a one one screen it was a regular special stage and just whoever got the screens which which kind of sucked because if you're sonic you're automatically in front and tails can jump over you but then sonic can jump right back over you so you're sitting there just chasing i remember doing that who's first and second and you know it kind of sucked, yeah. <laughs> but um, it, it, I guess it was kind of groundbreaking at the time for just, a multiplayer. Just don't let little brother or sister find out about that mode. Yeah, for real. Um, That'll ru- ruin it real quickly. But yeah, the the, the levels are they're they're classic. Yes, I, I, I talked about the first one there. Uh, Emerald Hill. Emerald Hill is your classic easy level one Sonic game. It's always something it's always green it's always fast it's always easy always yeah it just looks like a nice little peaceful serene so you got like ocean in the background yep just it's uh it's very peaceful like you said it's there's no like real industrial whatever and and just like any other sonic game which which, by the way correct me if wrong isn't Robotnik turning the animals into robots that's what i was going to say just like any other uh any other sonic game uh except for like two 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 games um robotnik has kidnapped the little bunnies and rabbits and well those those are the same thing but uh (laughs) ducks and seals and and chickens and and all this stuff and the bunnies and rabbits yeah all the bunnies and rabbits (laughs) so just one species (laughs) and uh, he has turned them into a robot of of a different you know all different kind of robot uh, that so it's trapped. So what Sonic's supposed to do is go through and free his animal buddies. But there's a lot of times I just skip over killing, <laughs> killing the uh, the bad guys. So so you're not killing them. You're just breaking them out of the robot. Buddy. Right. You're freeing them. You're free. So they they haven't been turned into robots. They're trapped inside robots. Sure. So are they being used as some kind of weird like battery? I guess so. like draining their life or something. I don't know if it's draining their life. I think they're, I don't I think know. think it is. I don't know. I mean, and this might not be a good time to bring up the cartoon, but the cartoon, it turned you into a robot version of what you already were. So that's a weird way to take over the world. <laughs> uh, I, the, the story can get so, so convoluted. It's been told, you know, the first two or three Sonic games, it's all the same. And then when they started uh, on some of the 3D platforms, it was a different, they went to a different way of telling it. Yeah. Um, like in the first, in the first Sonic, 
uh, Sonic and, and Robotnik used to be friends. Huh. Yeah, and, and, and it's 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 weird. Like I said, it's it's a very convoluted story, so you just got to almost make up the story as you go. I can see Sega being like, look, just just kill the robots, your friend, your animal friends, and beat Dr. Robotnik. Don't overthink this. Yeah. Run fast. Yeah. Uh, Michael Jackson shoes. Uh, that's, that's a true story, by the way. The shoes for Sonic were inspired by Michael Jackson. Really? Yep. So Sonic comes from Michael Jackson and Dragon Ball Z. Yep. Oh, that explains a lot. <laughs> well, uh, the music and everything for a 16-bit system is what led Michael Jackson to try to or to, to come on to Sonic 3. Wait a minute. I don't know. I'll take your word for it. No, I mean, he he really did. He was just unnamed because of all his scandals at the time. Oh, yeah, which are still, you know, happening. And the reason why Sonic 3 is not on any of the collections or the mini Sega That's Genesis. part of it. Um, That's sad, too. But you can't say that, that it's not on any of them, uh, because I've got Sonic 3 on Xbox 360. Really? Yeah, the arcade version. Well, I mean, it's not arcade. It's through the Xbox arcade. They changed the music. No. Huh. Mm-mm. I wonder why it's not in like because you remember that Sega collection that came out a few years ago. It was on it. Was it really? Mm-hmm. I was thinking it wasn't. Mm-mm. Well, it's not going to be on the mini. No. Which comes out in what two months? Already pre-ordered mine. I thought it didn't come out till September. That is in two months. So anyway, Clint's had another stroke. <laughs> I keep thinking that it's still June. Well, you know, this year has flown by. Man, it has. It absolutely has. Like, Maze has a birthday coming up in a couple of weeks. Then you got a birthday not long after that. I, I do. And then my wife's got a birthday right, bef- right like two days before Maze. My gosh. So now, now, ask me what I've got my wife for her birthday. What'd you get your wife for your birthday? I have no idea. <laughs> ask me what I got my kid for her birthday. What'd you get your kid for your birthday? <laughs> for, for his birthday. I have no idea. <laughs> Uh, oh, well, an admission of negligence on Clint's part. <laughs> well, uh, going back to the levels, uh, just, just naming them real quick. You, you had the Emerald Zone, which was very, uh, the very easy one. Yeah, nice serene. You had a uh, chemical plant. And, I and of hate course, the chemical plant zone. You hate the chemical I, I love the music, though. I love, oh, the music's amazing. But I, I just, oh, I hate it. I think the part that I hated about it was that when you got later into the second act, that it had that water area, yeah, and that's like where a lot of people struggle. No, it's like the water area in X Men too. Yeah, it just adds anxiety. <laughs> um, from there you go to the aquatic ruin zone, mm-hmm. and then Casino Night. Uh, another one that I, my my biggest uh, memory of Casino Night is actually just watching you play and watching you spending hours ding 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 ding, just bouncing <laughs> off stuff i could hear it in my sleep well that and uh the gambling that's the first time that i really figured out what slots machines were <laughs> so um then from there you go to the hilltop mm-hmm. and then mystic cave and the oil ocean that was a pretty neat level because the ocean's made of oil oh that's terrifying <laughs> um which was neat when they re- remade it in uh, Sonic Mania because you you know you got the fire shield yeah you could set the ocean on fire with the fire shield so it's like had like a background um, effect to it and it would like smog up everything it was it was really cool oh wow I, that's pretty neat um, and then you got the Metropolis uh, zone you which... helped Superman <laughs> well um, 
and I'll get to this part of it here in just a little bit, but Metropolis Zone was the only zone that had three acts. Everything else had two. Hmm. For for whatever reason, Metropolis had three. Just they were really proud of it. It's like, we want you to play this three times. Well, there's a story behind it, but um, like I said, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, from there, you go to the Sky Chase Zone where Tails is flying the airplane and Sonic's on top. Because not only is he a juvenile fox with two tails, he's also an accomplished airplane pilot. I don't know about accomplished. I've, I've died a lot of times because of Tails on that stupid airplane. Yeah. Um, a biplane. It, it is like a an old school World War One biplane. Um, and then from there, it's the Wing Fortress Zone, which is uh, Robotnik's airship. Uh, and then from there, the Death Egg. Now, I've kind of held off on talking about the Death Egg. Uh, Death Egg is basically the Death Star with a mustache, a nose, and two eyes. <laughs> so, And it's like, hey, Disney, we we don't want to get sued, so we're going to make this look just a little bit different. Well, back then it was Lucas. That's so, true. So Michael Jackson, Dragon Ball Z, and Star Wars. Have all influenced this game. Okay. <laughs> Anything else? <laughs> um, now, going back to Metropolis, why it had three acts, um, there are a couple of hidden zones that you can find if you have a Game Genie. Uh, one of them is the uh, Wood Zone, and the other is the Hidden Palace. Um, if you use a Game Genie and go into them, they're just incomplete levels. Uh, I think the Wood Zone is a little more complete than the other one. Um, and this is also something that you kind of find in Sonic 3, too, 3 also, that there are unfinished zones in Sonic 3, because, of course, it was supposed to be a one-cartridge game. Yeah. Uh, and they ended up using Hidden Palace in Sonic & Knuckles, um, and then uh, the hidden zone that's in Sonic 3 is Mushroom Hill and the Sandopolis zone. Both of those are in Sonic and Knuckles also. So they ended up finding a place for them. Um, and then on the iOS version of Sonic 2, if you play in the Mystic Cave zone, there's an area where there's a, there's a pit and you just fall in it, you can't get out of it, what have you. Well, that's the secret entrance to Hidden Palace zone. So what they've done is when they remade the zone, um, they or when they remade the game, they went back and completed the zone, and you can go through, and you know there's different enemies and stuff that are there. Um, That's cool. Yeah, I like that. Um, so it's just kind of their way of kind of completing what what they wanted to do from the get go. Yeah, that happened a lot back in those days. Just, they had a, a different vision, a more you know, a much bigger vision for right. the game. And they just were limited by the technology. Well, they're limited by the technology, but if you also think too, it's kind of what happens with today's games and why you have more DLC, you know, you buy a game and the first thing you got to do is update the game. Yeah. So, you know, and, and then you get your downloadable content, like, like with your halo threes were all the maps that we had to buy for it and, and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, it's good and bad because, you know, Whenever they send this game out, it's got to be perfect. It can't have any bugs, you know. I don't, I don't say any bugs because yeah, you can't any, patch it online. You can't patch it online, you know. And I remember, you know, PlayStation Two, where like Rock Band or Guitar Hero, if you wanted the extra tracks, you had to buy a whole another game. It was, a, it was an expansion pack. Well, that was like Halo Two for the original Xbox. It, yeah, you had to buy a whole different multiplayer pack. Yep, for the maps. Yep. It makes We've you wonder. A long way. <laughs> well, it, 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 it's almost like with all these day one patches and updates and stuff, it's almost like they're not putting as much testing and yeah, they're not trying as hard with the newer games. Well, you know, they know. Oh, we can just patch. Yeah, it. we'll just patch it as we go. 
and, and and eventually, yeah, they get it patched, but you know, at what cost? Because you know, like Master Chief Collection, oh, how messed up was that game? Oh man, what a letdown! Grand Theft Auto Five, the online pl- the online mode. Oh goodness, yeah, that it that was, was messed up for what a month. I mean, they got it fixed, and it's great and all, but yeah, it was it took a while. Um, and then uh, what's the other one? The um, Assassin's Creed game, Unity, most. Ubisoft games. <laughs> well, yeah. I'll say this. If an Ubisoft game comes out, after about two years, it's an incredible game. Sure. <laughs> sure. Well, you know, Ubisoft, especially the Assassin's Creed series, they're really they're really hard on themselves to try to get a new game out every year. Yeah. I- I'm glad that they took time off for this next one. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think they did a pretty good job rebooting that series. Yeah. Or a soft reboot of that series. But, yeah, a- after anything to me after Assassin's Creed 4 was just crap no oh, man I, until I the, the until ones. the soft reboot yeah i agree because would you have you had syndicate which yeah. was the british twins and then you I, had, I never played it i played unity unity was a broken mess yeah i've heard that it's fine i've heard that it's fine now but i just i don't have the desire to go oh, back and play it burn me once shame on you yeah um that sonic though uh had uh what did I say? Twenty over twenty re-releases on various systems. Yeah. So between PlayStation, it's almost as bad as Skyrim. <laughs> yeah. Um, between the phone phone style, the different you know Xbox One, Xbox Three Sixty. There's there's been over twenty different releases of this one game. That's crazy. <laughs> and you know, I didn't have a Genesis growing up. I didn't get one until I was an adult. Yeah. And I wanted it so bad for Sonic too. I love Sonic 2. And I remember going to the store one day and seeing the old Tiger handheld <laughs> of Sonic 2. Yep. I was like, yes, I finally got it. <laughs> well, see, we had a, growing up, we had a Game Boy, but I always wanted a Game Gear because I just, I had it in my head that if I had a Game Gear, I could play Sonic 2 on the go. Well, that's not exactly true because it's a little bit different game. What you needed was a Sega Nomad. What I needed was a Nomad, exactly. Um, but forever and ever, I always wanted one. Well, whenever I, I did the same thing, whenever I come across the little tiger handheld Sonic 2, I was like, this is fine. But no, it wasn't. You play it. It's like, what is this? What is this junk? <laughs> this sucks. So, um, and, and one of my favorite things. But now I want to buy another tiger Sonic 2 and play it. Well, I guess they had their, I guess they had their spots, but just like any game. That's more of a nostalgia thing. Yeah. Mine more, more long thing. since been thrown away. Um, Fifteen bucks on eBay though. <laughs> what? Yeah, it was twenty or twenty-five brand new. That's crazy. Yeah, cheaper. The mass produced them. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I, I say the same thing about you know if you go to a retro store now and and try to pick up a game, um, how how it's twenty bucks. You know, when we did Siphon Filter, um, you could go online and find Siphon Filter for twenty bucks, and it's the greatest hit edition. Well, the greatest hit edition was twenty bucks back in nineteen ninety eight, yeah. whenever it came out. So it's pretty. I don't know. I was gonna say those Tiger Electronics are like deer in America. There's more now than when they were first discovered. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, but one of the great things about these old games, to me, because you don't, ha- you know, not everybody had a Game Genie, and I think it's one of the. I've the, never owned one. Uh, I've got one. But Remember I've, Game Shark too. Yeah, that that was the PlayStation version. Really? Yeah. They just gotta have their own everything, don't they? Well, it was that's <laughs> the PlayStation version, but, but but because it was a completely different media, 
Okay. The CD. Yeah, CD. Because I think the Game Shark was more like a memory card. Like you couldn't save with a Game Shark, but you put a Game Shark in, and it's like a memory card. Okay. And that's how they got through that. Because everything else in the Game Genie was almost like Sonic and Knuckles, where it locks on. Yeah. So you plug it in, then you put the game on. Right. Um. But yeah, the the cheats, and I think that's one thing that's really missing. Not not unlockables, but actual cheats. I think that's one thing that's missing from games today. Well, you know, I think a, a lot of cheats back then were probably used by the developers. Oh, absolutely. Especially like Sonic 2. It had a debug mode. Yeah. And and for those of you who don't know what a debug mode is, or at least with the Sonic version, you kind of break the game a little bit, and you can go exploring the entire level and the makeup and whatnot. Yeah. But you can also put random items. So, like, if you wanted a if you wanted 100 shield boxes in a row just to see what it looked like, you could put 100 shield boxes in a row. It's kind of like maybe the precursor to Forge in Halo 3. Well, it, it's it, it was something like I said. It was something developers could use to look around real quick. Sure, make sure everything's good and working. Hey, well, we need something there. Well, you want to talk about something that'll break a game in a heartbeat? You put again, you put too many too many things on the screen at one time. It'll break the game. So when you're talking about a hundred shield boxes in a row, you weren't speaking hypothetically. No, gosh, you, no. You've done that. Like, there's a debug mode in Sonic One also, and I always used it to. Um, not always, but I got to where I would use it, and I'd put fifty rings like right before the post to see the the other rings show up, the big ring to get yeah. the special stage to show up. Because you get to the end and be like, okay, I've got forty eight rings, but I want to get the special stage. Well, you, I think it's C. You hit C and go to the debug mode and put two rings and get it, and all of a sudden that thing will flash up. Because because so. A, B, and C do the exact same thing. <laughs> the Sonic, all the Sonic games could just use one button. Well, it could have, but then how would you? Play Mortal Kombat with its high kick. Well, kick. they should have released a special Sonic controller. It's one button. <laughs> well, they had that. Well, I and you know, we talk about the Master System. I've never actually seen one. Did it have three buttons? I think it had. It might have. I, I don't know. I'll be looking that up while you're talking about oh. the cheat codes again. Um, One of my favorite cheat codes was the level select code. Yeah. Uh, that way you... And, and it wasn't just... um level select and you go to the first act of the first of, of whatever level you wanted to go to you could go to act two act three whatnot it only had two buttons yep wow there you go hand me on the spot put that in your google thank machine. you wikipedia um so we talk about debug we talk about uh level select they also had a uh a uh, all seven emeralds code where you could start out the game with all seven emeralds and all you had to do is just get the 50 rings and become supersonic as i watched you uh do yep. earlier well it's just i don't know i was messing around it's the first time i've seen supersonic and see sonic I, I find that crazy but you know at the same time like you said you were you were a super nintendo kid you weren't even a nintendo kid you were a super nintendo i played kid. sega at your house and another kid's house yeah that was it well, I remember my buddy Brandon, we were in the third grade and uh, he came over to my house one day and you know, when you think you, when you do things as a kid, you kind of think about, man, I probably shouldn't have done that. Like Brandon came over and it was on my uncle's uh, original Sega. Yeah. And I was like, Hey, watch me beat. Cause it was a one player game. I was like, Hey man, watch me beat Sonic. So we get about the third level. He's like, all right, I want to go outside. And I'm like, no, 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 we're going to see, we're going to beat this game. <laughs> So I, I remember that, but yeah, I was I was kind of a, a nerdy kid a little bit, and I didn't really, I guess I was a selfish kid too. 
I guess that makes me selfish. Watch me beat this game. So, you have to watch. But um, his eyes pried open like <laughs> clockwork orange. Uh, but yeah, I, I love this game. Um, hey, look at that. Um, I thought the box art was cool. I mean, yeah. Uh, you know, it had Robotnik holding the two, and you had Sonic and Tails, and you're kind of looking at it like, man, who's this? Who's this other cat with Sonic? And well, Sonic was a great mascot for Sega. Yeah. I mean, that was their answer to Mario. Well, before that, it was... Oh, goodness. Was, it was not, I want to say Kid Icarus, but that's not right. Anyway, it was it was somebody that really wouldn't ever made it as a mascot anywhere else. But that's just because they didn't have anybody before Sonic. And, and Sonic just had that right amount of attitude. Well, it, that, generation, that Generation X, Generation Y coming up, you know, it's just, like you said, attitude. Mm-hmm. I mean, in... 90s. <laughs> One hundred percent. I would say Sonic, to this day I eat chili dogs because of Sonic. Oh yes. Hedgehog. I would say Sonic is a greater epitome of the nineties than even Mario. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, Mario's iconic in his own way, but as far as a generational thing, yeah. I mean, Mario's timeless, but Sonic, which is why he didn't make it out of the nineties very well. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know the popularity he's, he's, of Sonic. He's stuck in the nineties with all my hopes and dreams. <laughs> Well, um, Sonic, you know, this game helped propel him into the national stage, even, even, you know, oh, yeah, more so than Sonic One. Well, there were, there were it more, was everywhere. Yeah. I mean, you had comics. We had so many of the comics. I, they are in that box. I'm pointing behind me in the closet to a old Nike shoe box, and I have all of my Sonic comics are in there. Now I'm missing, I'm not missing any that I was supposed to have, but I'm missing some where I missed, you know, a month or something. Yeah. Like I don't have the Sonic spinball version of that Sonic comic. You could probably find it. Probably. Probably not too expensive. Uh, well, they're not, they don't make them anymore. That's true. They, they stopped but with the Sonic comic. Just maybe they made here. enough. Eh, maybe. And like the, uh, the 25th issue, the 25th issue, you had the 25th issue. Yeah. They had the silver pin. No, mine are thrown away. We can't be friends. I didn't throw them away. Well, just like I didn't give all my Super Nintendo games to Goodwill. <laughs> yeah, somebody somebody made off very very well on that one. They did, and uh, it took me years to buy back my collection. Have you got it all back? I have. Okay, everything that you had at least. Yep. Okay. Um, but yeah, it, it propelled Sonic into a comic book, which went on to be the longest. Let's see how they word this: the longest comic book based on a video game character. Strictly a video game character. And it was good. It was really good. Yeah, uh, it got kind of stupid at the end. But it followed... It followed the, a lot of the games. Yeah. Up to a point, and then it kind of started branching off into a story, and then not reset a couple of times. But... I remember the the warrior is named Boomer. Or no, he's Rotor, and then he's Boomer. No, he's Boomer, then Boomer, he's Rotor. Boomer, then Rotor. Mr. Ray, my fourth grade teacher, used to call me Boomer because of that. <laughs> He's called me Boomer all the time because I walk in in fourth grade with a Sonic the Hedgehog comic book, and I and I don't know how he figured it. I guess he caught me with it and saw the guy's name was Boomer. He said, "I'm gonna call you Boomer the rest of the year," and I said, "I don't care." <laughs> I wear that with pride. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, the cartoons uh, there have been. Now we were we were we were blessed enough to have two cartoons in yeah. our heyday, we, which which kind of weird because they were nothing alike. But they had the same guy. It was it was uh, Urkel. What's his name? Yeah, Urkel. It played Steve, uh, Urkel. What was his real name? Steve White. 
Uh, Julia Jim- White. Julia White. Why did I say Steve White? I don't know. I, who anyway, he, he voiced Sonic in both the cartoons. Yeah. And they were so different. Yeah, yeah, you had one that was really serious about trying to stop Robotnik, uh, you know, from basically taking over the world. And, and, you know, it had a whole other cast of characters. And that's where, like, your Princess Sally and all that. And that's where they came into the comic books as well. Yeah. But then you had the other one that was super cartoony. Yeah, well, it was, it was like Roadrunner to me. Yeah, just that's basically what it was. Like, hey, how are we going to, you know, Robotnik's always like, uh, how are we going to catch Sonic today? And that came on, I remember it came on early in the mornings. Yeah, it did, but that right there, I think, was the first one to go to syndication, though, because I remember okay. watching it like every day, like yeah. like two episodes in a row. Would yeah, come I would on. get up early before school and watch yeah. it. So, which uh, was your favorite between the two? Uh, I enjoyed the cartoony one just because it was Sonic. Yeah, uh, but I always enjoyed the the Saturday morning one. Yeah, Saturday morning because that's my favorite one. Uh, the theme song, you know. We're gonna we're gonna have to add that theme song to. The you end. think so? Yeah, it's gonna. Or we could just there. sing it like we did the X Men nah, thing. They don't want to hear that again. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the you know the lyrics to it were were just great, and again, it just screams nineties, you know, in <laughs> attitude. Um, you know, they didn't really incorporate the rings. They didn't incorporate like the stages or anything like that. Uh, in any in. I know they had the them. rings because he'd get a power well, ring. Well, that's what I was gonna say. He had the one power ring, and that's where he got all his super speed and everything from so they ever go supersonic in the no. cartoon no <sighs> missed opportunity the well i think they that the cartoon because it didn't stick with the game very well that it kind of lost a lot of flavor with people and they never added those characters to any of the video games did they they did what they did and we'll save that for another episode well, no, I'll tell you here in a minute. But anyway. Yeah, because I don't know. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, they all made appearance. Obviously, Tails was there. Knuckles was never in the was Saturday Was that morning. Sonic Generations game? Oh, my God. Will you let me talk? Maybe. This is what I do to you, isn't it? It is. I'm sorry. It's revenge. <laughs> all right. Well, stop. <laughs> um, gummit. Tails was in it. It was in it, obviously. Knuckles never made an appearance in the cartoon. Uh, you had, missed opportunity. Yeah. Well, dude, there's, I could go on about Sonic forever. I really could. Maybe not forever, but I could do a lot on Sonic. Well, this SD card can only hold so much. Okay, well, I'll try to fill the SD card <laughs> up. Um, the characters from the Sonic Saturday morning cartoon and the Sonic comics did make an appearance in Sonic Spinball. Really? So whenever you made it to a bonus area in Sonic Spinball, which is just basically Sonic playing a pinball machine, your friends were trapped by Robotnik in it. So you'd have to hit little things and you could free like Rotor and Bunny. Um, Antoine. Antoine uh, Sally was in it. And it says that there was another. Maybe Jeffrey the Skunk was in it. It seems like I'm missing somebody. Some old guy. Tails was Because Tails wasn't a player character. Okay. Playable character. Interesting. Like, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, but like, you know, you had the introduction of Uncle Chuck. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, that, that's Sonic. what I was of, Uncle Chuck, yeah. Yeah, he was in the Sonic Saturday morning cartoon. And see, that was always weird because, you know, one point he's a robot, then the next point he's not. Like, he's got a robot body, but his mind's back. And like, it jumped all over the place. But the, the Sonic Saturday morning cartoon only lasted one year or one season. Wow. Yeah. After all of that, it only lasted one season. And at the end... The episodes. 
twenty something. Maybe. Feels like there were more. I might be wrong on the number, but it only lasted one one season because they had it set up to where uh, Sonnet was going to go to the flying, what is it, the floating island. They're going to go to the floating island. So they were going to bring Knuckles. But in. they even well no, they even said that they were going to re reintroduce a character. So they like brought the floating island, which is you know where Knuckles is at in, in Sonic Three. And they never really called anything a, a Chaos Emerald. It was always that Power Stone. And the Power Stone is what created the, the rings. Okay, that's weird. See, so, so, I mean, so it kind of got weird. And because it didn't follow the game necessarily, it, it kind of lost flavor. Which one was the cartoon that he ate chili dogs all the time? Both. Really? Yep. Oh, yeah, it was, wasn't yep. it? Because you and I both love chili dogs because of something. Because of that. I mean, I remember going to uh, to a church get-together with... Diane, I remember that, and we went. We weren't going to go, and she and we talked her into having chili dogs. So we both showed up for chili dogs. That's the only reason we were there. The only reason we were there. We didn't care about hanging out with those other kids. We oh man, dogs. we're nerds. So, um, but yeah, chili dogs were in Sonic Two in the uh, Casino Night Zone, where you had the little chili dogs. You could hit them three times. It, it was like like a red light almost it was green and you hit it it turned yellow you hit it it turned red and you hit it the last time and it'd go away now i want chili dogs that would be good may have to go to sonic and get a chili dog ah uh, so yeah i think uh i think everybody's about tired of me talking about sonic too great game i loved it still love it still love to play it i've, I've got it i've got it on almost anything i've got i've got it on 360 i've got it on xbox one i've got it on my phone I'll be on the toilet playing Sonic 2 every so often. <laughs> uh I got the uh the one for PlayStation 2, the the collection. Yeah. Um I just I, I don't know why they can't make I mean Ma- Mania obviously has come out, but why did it take them so long to go from 3 to Mania before they made a decent And it they even took- come out with 4 and 4 was awful cuz it took fans, man. It took real fans. It really did. Uh, Christian Whitehead, is that who did that? Uh, sure. I, th- I think that's... You're just agreeing with me now. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I, I think a HD, a true HD remake would be awesome. That, w- that would be great. You know, Chemical Plant's in... You don't know this. I'm just, I'm just going to tell you. Chemical Plant Zone is in Sonic Mania. Sure. <laughs> so whenever they... <laughs> I can't do this anymore. <laughs> uh, well, just heads up, listen up, heads up, seven up to uh, this next Sonic the Hedgehog track uh, again that I love just because I'm a nerd and I love Sonic too.
All right, now for the uh, part where that Clint hates the most. Oh, goodness. <laughs> it's a question. Uh, it's another one I came up with because we're really having a hard time getting people <laughs> sending us questions. Uh, Clint, what console or handheld do you not own, retro or modern, that you really want the most? Actually, take that back. Only retro. But retro console or handheld mm. that you do not own right now that you really would like to get. I've got a Nintendo, got a Super Nintendo, got a Virtual Boy, got a Game Boy, got a Sega. I don't. I played Sonic CD. I can't think of a whole lot of other games for the Sega CD and all that. I mean, I guess it'd be neat to have them. Yeah. Um. I have no use for an OG Xbox. I've got a. A PlayStation One and a PlayStation Two. Uh, I kind of always wanted a PlayStation Three. Okay. Weirdly, um, if you didn't, but you know, to answer your question wholeheartedly, though, if you wouldn't have thrown the retro on there, I think the one that I wish I kind of had right now would be a Switch. As much crap as I give you about you having a Nintendo Switch and everything, I think that's the one thing I think I'd like to have especially if they release Super Nintendo games on it. Oh, man. If they do that, they can... Take my money. Shut up and take yeah, my money. Exactly. So, uh, that that would be mine. Um, how about yours? Uh, one you have. The Virtual Boy. Ah. I won a Virtual Boy. For all 12 games that came out with it. And I want to blind myself. <laughs> that's, that's all it's good for, buddy. Um, a, lot, a lot of red, a lot of black. Yeah, I, I, I mean, Mario Tennis and Wario, of course, the two most popular games for it. Yep. I want to play Waterworld for it. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> why. It's a terrible movie. Why would you want to? It's like over 100 bucks. I don't know why I want to play it. Well. Um, but uh, if, if not the Virtual Boy, then what? Uh, Probably a Game Gear. Okay. See, I was going to say Nomad, but I mean, if I'm going to go handheld just yeah, for I Sega would, games. Nomad would be cool, but. Yeah. If I was going to go handheld just for Sega games, I might as well just wait for Nintendo to put it out. I mean, they've they've made everything else. I mean, all the Sonic advances and all that kind yeah. of stuff for the Game Boy Color and whatnot. Oh, well, the thing about Game Gears is their capacitors go bad. Their screens kind of go bad. So, yeah. A lot of the ones you find on eBay said that they've got new capacitors. They've got a new screen, better screen, and an AC adapter. Because uh, that thing took, what, six AA batteries? Yeah. Was it? And it went through those in about 20 minutes. You're talking about the Nomad or the Game Gear? The Game Gear. Yeah. Yeah, it was six. I mean, it, it just it sucked the life out of them so fast. Well, see, in the original, uh, or as I like to say, OG Game Boy with the black and white screen, man, it seemed like those things went on forever, though. Well, let's get it right. The weird halfway between yellow, halfway between green and black screen. Well... Yeah, I'm pretty sure when I first got my Game Boy back in the the very early 90s for my brother for Christmas, uh, the same batteries I put in it are still powering it today. That could um, be that could be an exaggeration. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know when we went to um, when we went to the beach. Obviously, if I didn't have to drive, I would have played it. Oh, those were the days, weren't they? Oh man, you didn't I, have to drive. Didn't have to drive, and you just sit there and just play your Game Boy the whole entire time. Mm -hmm. Just listen to your mom and dad scream at you about turning the sound down. You don't have to have sound to play a game. Or, or your CD player. 
Oh man, my CD player. I was like one of the last kids to ever get a CD player. And when I did, you know, the, the portable CD player, when I finally did, I think I got like two, maybe three CDs with it. Do you know what my very first CD was? I've told you this. What was it? The Godzilla soundtrack. That, that was one of my first. <laughs> Godzilla 98 and uh, the Mortal Kombat Annihilation soundtrack. Um, My big thing, because uh, I kind of got on a kick with Killer Instinct. Yeah. They had a CD that came with that called Killer Cuts. <laughs> and it was like one of the very first gaming CDs that I remember. I mean, you know, because, of course, with a cartridge and everything, you had limitations with the Super. But when you plug that thing in, man, I just, I love the music to that. And I think you can even find it today, you know, the downloadable version, you know, yeah. Spotify or whatnot. And um, I just, I, I listened to it the other day and still thought it was pretty decent. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, video games have put out some good music over the years. Yeah, I mean, you know, we just talked about Halo the other day, um, and then we're talking about how the Sonic... That, that's one thing I do wish I could find. I wish I could find a Sonic the Hedgehog 1, 2, and or 3 music CD that was the original music. Like, I can't find one. I don't know why. There's lots of... I mean, you can find it on, like, YouTube, yeah. where somebody's ripped it from the game or whatnot. Um, but... You know, where I don't necessarily have to watch it on YouTube. I'd like put it on my phone and just kind of go with it. Well, you can get MP3s from that. Well, I know. But I'm just saying, like, I wish I could find the actual, like, from Sega, the CD of it. Did they do soundtracks like that back then? Besides the Killer know. Instinct? I don't know. I, I, it seems like they did it for Donkey Kong Country. But I can't find that CD either. Huh. You know, I went to, did I ever tell you I went to a Video Games Live concert when it came to Birmingham? Yeah. Um, it was and an orchestra kind of thing. It, it was. Yeah. And I'm telling you, man, the the fandom for video game music is real. I mean, there were a lot of people there who weren't even really big gamers. They just loved the music. And it was awesome. It was absolutely incredible. The whole thing. Uh, Justin got me tickets for it for my birthday. In 2008. Wow. Um, I don't think I've ever been to a, to a, to a video game concert, but over the years, I guess just for the, for the nostalgia, I have really longed for some of the old video game music. Like I, I, I said this last week, I find myself listening to like the halo soundtrack yeah. quite a bit. Um, and, and, and even when we did donkey Kong country, how, I will just randomly text you and say, I've got Gangplank Gallon in my head. Um, I don't, I don't know, man. Just, it seems like there should be a way for that to, to, to take place. Yeah. Now, and I wish, um, Jeff is, you're, you're, I know you're listening and I know you're probably screaming at me right now that there's a podcast he talks about a lot. That I've forgotten the name of it that they do a lot of video game music and they just, they'll, they'll play it. They'll talk about it. And it's basically committed to it. Oh, I can't remember the name of it. I will, I will find out before the next episode. And, uh, I started, I will plug, I will, I will give them a uh, shout out. Okay. Well, good deal. Uh, 
and, and, and the same just uh, because we did a Halo episode. I've been looking for a um, just something to listen to kind of in the background at work. And I found a, uh, a Halo podcast that just talks specifically about the game and the story behind the game. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, and if I could find my phone, I would text him now. I've misplaced it. That's the second well, time this episode that you've misplaced your phone. No, it's not in my pocket this time. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll worry about it next week. Well, um, where was I going with that? What did I say? Uh, Halo podcast. Halo podcast. That's right. The, the, they, they did an episode zero, kind of like we did episode one with an introduction. Just kind of tell, you know, what, who they are, why they love this, yada, yada, yada. And the first episode was about Halo one, just the story. And like they went really in depth with it, and they they said they're going to cover the books, they're going to cover the video games, they're going to cover the videos that's been made, just you know a lot of the stuff that's kind of canon, yeah, that they consider canon anyway. So, um, pretty neat podcast. Well, uh, good luck to if them. I can. Well, I've got my phone. I can tell you exactly right now what it's called. It's not there. Um, this this podcast is called Finish the Fight, a Halo podcast. So been pretty good so far i'm i'm really expecting uh to to enjoy it they did a great uh how was it called like hunting the truth i think podcast that was like almost like a the old radio shows yeah they did that building up to halo 5 like it was almost telling a story almost like a prequel to right. halo 5 they did two seasons of it. it was great you need to check that out that was that was another podcast that that Jeff got me on to. Okay. Jeff Jeff is the podcast guru. They've uh they've done seven episodes. I think they do two episodes a month. But like I'm looking at one here, uh, where they're talking about Halo Two in specific or in particular. I I say that all the time. Specifically, specifically. There you I go. I got a friend that says Pacific instead of specific. That drives me crazy. Because Maze did that one time. He said, well, i got to tell you something specifically. I said, what, the ocean? And he just kind of stopped. Like, what are you talking about? Why don't you tell me Atlantically? Yeah. Uh, but uh, their latest episode for Halo 2 is two hours and 49 minutes long. Wow. And that's not just a review of the game. That's like a review of the story. And hey, hey, I will, I will throw this out there. If there is anyone out there that is listening to us, and you would like for us to do something like that, not just review the game, but review the story. I'm down for it. I don't know if Hammy is. He's kind of giving me a look right now. Well, I'm trying to think about, like, the like, for instance, the Halo story. Sure. Like, we really want to go in depth with a lot of the behind the. Well, they they, they talked about like in this, in this one thing. They talked about how, you know, Microsoft had to buy it. Or they bought Bungie, yeah. But Bungie was going to make it for Apple, and it's going to be a third part, uh, third person shooter at first, and and all that kind of stuff. See, that was stuff that probably was pertinent to us in our last episode. I I sent Jeff a text. I don't know if he'll he may be busy. Well, if they um they give us a shout out, I'll or if we if we find out who it is, um, we will uh, give them a shout out on Twitter. What are you doing? I'm just scrolling. I don't know. I'm scrolling through. See the way you he, scroll is hilarious. He's to me. probably I he's I, well. I know he's mentioned it a thousand times, and I I have a very short attention span. In a, Do in you a, suffer from long time memory loss? I can't remember. 
<laughs> that was that was probably the second CD I owned, or the the same CD that I got uh, with my poor Chumbawamba. The Chumbawamba. I my mother bought me a CD for Christmas based off of one terrible but yet popular song, Tub Thumper. Tub Thumper, and we found ding, and we <laughs> and we found the greatest song ever, and it's called Amnesia. Yeah, I would love to just do some some episodes just on the nineties in general. Ah, uh, we could. Hey, it's called retro game. review. It's not called retro game review. You're right. I mean, the music, the movies, the shows. We could do it. We could do an entire episode. We could probably Surge. do an entire two hour long episode just on 1997. The things that came out in 97. Oh, if that wasn't the best year of of entertainment, overall entertainment, I don't know what was. Yeah. 97, 99 is good. Yeah. 2000? I'm trying, I'm drawing a blank what all came out in 2000. 97, 90, 96. 96 was Jurassic Park, wasn't that? 96? 93 was Jurassic Park. 93. 96 was Forrest Gump. Okay. Maybe. If I'm incorrect in that, hit me up on Twitter and tell me I'm stupid. <laughs> Hashtag, you're wrong again, Clint. Hashtag, wrong Clint again, wrong. Clint. <laughs> yeah, for real. So, anyway, um, Anything else on, on Sonic 2? I'm pretty sure I covered a, a bunch of it. Now nah, we're good. Nothing back from Jeff yet? Not yet. Okay, well. Well, I guess that's it. Uh, join us next time when you might hear Hammy say, 40 seconds, but I want it now. Sonic, he's got an attitude, Sonic.